Hey everyone, Tim Robertson here, tech fan number 365. I'm by myself this week, um, so I'm going to do a shorter show. It's just not as much fun without David. I don't know if he feels the same. <laughs> uh, we David's available, but he's available later in the day. I can't record easily later in the day, plus it would uh, tick off my wife to have to stay upstairs or take the kids somewhere so I can do a an episode of Tech Fan. So I thought, you know what, I'm just going to record earlier in the day and do a solo show because I don't really want to skip an episode unless it's absolutely necessary. And it's not really necessary to skip this one. I'll just do a solo show. So, of course, Apple had their big event this week. And uh, I don't know. I, I, I want to be excited. I want to say, wow, this is awesome. Look at the new iPhones. And I do kind of feel that way about the Apple Watch. So I'm going to hold off talking about the Apple Watch until David's with me here uh, probably next week. And just focus on the iPhone itself. Or the iPhones, plural, I suppose it is. Because Apple released, or announced, three new iPhones. And i, I got to be honest, the worst named phones of all time. From Apple, anyways. I mean, Android has some pretty terrible names out there, too. But these are, this is just stupid and bad. So we have the iPhone XS. Okay, I, I get that. That's fine. Because it's an S upgrade. Traditionally, ever since, what, the iPhone 4, uh, Apple has had the 4 and then the 4S and then the 5 and the 5S and 6 and 6S. They've done that traditionally, and they're carrying on that tradition with the iPhone 10. Of course, I don't know what happened to the iPhone 8S. Is that a thing? Let me look. Uh, no. No, it's not. So iPhone 10S is ostensibly the iPhone 10, but an upgrade. They also added the iPhone 10S Max. That's right, M-A-X, the iPhone XX, no, iPhone XS Max. Already, stupid name, Max. What are they, building trucks over there? Ugh, terrible name. Now, this has got the biggest phone screen Apple's ever released, 6.5 inches. It's huge, and it looks very interesting to me. It, um... It's not that big of an upgrade other than the screen from my uh, 8 Plus. By the way, I have no intentions of replacing my 8 Plus with any of these phones because it, to me, it just there's no point. Uh, but I'll get to that in a minute. So we have the iPhone XS, the iPhone XS Max, and now a new phone, the iPhone XR. Arr. It's the pirate version, of course. Arr, matey. Ugh. So, I I don't get the naming convention Apple is using. It's it's just it's just horrible. It's like they had two committee meetings, and this is the best they can come up with. I, I'm kind of wondering though, is this the end of the X naming of the iPhone? So next year it's going to be the iPhone 11. I don't think so. I think they're going to stick with iPhone 10 iPhone the X in there. That's what I think is going to happen. We're stuck with the iPhone 10 moniker for years to come. I hope I'm wrong because I can't stand it. 
it's just terrible name. So the iPhone XR, um, from everything I'm looking, it looks like a nice phone, don't get me wrong, but it's kind of the new iPhone SE. It's very colorful, uh, single camera instead of the dual camera in the XS and the XS Max. Uh, it comes in blue, uh, white, black, yellow, product red, and coral, which just call it orange. It's orange. It's not coral. Uh, besides all the coral is dying anyway, so unless it's gray, it's not coral. Um, it looks good. It's actually got a better, well, I don't want to say better. It's got a larger screen than the iPhone XS, 6.1 inch. Um, and most of the specs are the same. It's not as water resistant. All of these are compatible wireless chargers, of course. Uh, but the thing is, I'm trying to figure out, it looks like they're still offering, at least on their website at the moment, maybe this is going to change once these phones actually ship, but you can still get an 8 and an 8 Plus, a 7 and a 7 Plus, a 6 and a 6 Plus, uh, a 6S, a 6, and an iPhone SE. Holy crap, Batman. That's a lot of freaking phones. Is this how it's going to stay? I don't think it's got to, it's not going to stay this way. Is it? Let me go look at, um, oh, let me see. iPhone, a thorough hands-on. So I'm looking at uh, a couple different websites. Uh, Google News will have something, I'm sure. Uh, iPhone X, oh, this is from uh, Apple Insider. And it says, please don't buy an iPhone 10 right now. <laughs> uh, iPhone 10s and iPhone 10s Max carrier deals. Buy one, get one $700 off. Oh, that's pretty good. I don't know. It still doesn't. I don't know. It still doesn't do anything for me. I, I really want to like the new iPhone. And I'm not saying I don't. In fact, the iPhone 10s. No, yeah, 10s Max with that large, large screen, and you know it's Super Retina HD display. Looks really good. Don't get me wrong; it it looks really cool, and I'm sure it's fast, and I'm sure the screen is amazing. But meh, I don't know. It just doesn't do anything for me. It seems like it's a whole lot of hype over, you know an update an upgrade i think i'm just turned off quite honestly by how bad the naming convention is it's just really bad and i'm not alone in that category of thought i'm looking at stuff online and look i worked during the keynote i i didn't know anything about these products till i got home and i didn't even watch the full keynote because i didn't care enough to watch it once I read the news and saw the naming convention, I was like, oh, I bet it's exactly like every other keynote that Apple does nowadays. And, you know, they have pre-roll and how great the new technology is. And they focus on the camera and the speed of their processor and artificial intelligence. And, yeah, I was right. That's all it is. It's boring. It's the same crap. You know, if, if they would have just replayed last year's keynote and just changed the names, I don't think most people would have noticed the difference. The diehard Apple people, sure. Um, but, and some people will say, that's well, that's you, Tim. Yeah, to a certain extent, maybe. But, I don't know. It's It seems like a lot of hype about 
not a whole lot. And I get it. Apple has to sell a new product every year, and they have to hype them up. <clears throat> but could you come up with a better naming convention? This is just terrible. It really is. Time for a coffee drink. Ah, coffee. So, and a lot of people out there are saying, the new Apple Watch actually stole the show. And I kind of agree with that. So, I look forward to talking about the Apple Watch next week with David, of course. I'll be honest, what I'm really looking forward to is tomorrow, as I record this, when Apple releases the new iOS. Why am I interested in the iOS update? Well, my iPhone 8 Plus will finally be able to use something else other than Apple Maps and navigation and Apple Cartoon, or Apple uh, CarPlay. That's it. That's what I really want. I, I can't stand Apple's Maps. It's not nearly, not nearly as good as Google Maps or Waze. It's just not. I don't care what anybody says. And I use my GPS a lot. And Apple Maps is a subpar product. It's almost embarrassingly how far behind it is between those two competitors, other competitors, I should say. Waze and Google Maps is just, they're superior products. I don't, to me, there's no debate about it. Now, is Apple Maps good enough? Sure, it's good enough. But when you're used to using a better product, it's not good enough. And that's been my one thing I didn't like about Apple CarPlay is Apple was very stingy on other companies' GPS being used in the system. And obviously that's changing. So I'm looking forward to iOS 12. Uh, and of course, we'll talk about it on the next week's show as well, because <clears throat> like David, I'm going to upgrade immediately. Um, well, not immediately. I'll, I'll wait probably a day just to make sure, you know, there's no huge incompatibilities, especially with the software that I have to use for work, because that would be a bad thing. Uh, and there's no going back once you upgrade. So, you know, my only recourse would be to put my SIM card back into my iPhone six plus and use that until the bugs are worked out. And I I'll be honest with you. I don't think I can go from an eight plus back to a six plus. It would, it would be soul crushing. It's so much slower. The camera is not as good. It's a good camera. Don't get me wrong. But once you get used to the bigger, bigger and bitter, bigger and better phones, it's, you just can't really go back. And that's kind of the case here. Um, I, I kept my eight or my six plus for a very long time. That's the longest I ever used an iPhone. And, uh, that made upgrading to the eight plus noticeably better as far as a user experience. I don't think going to these new iPhones, the 10s, 10s max, 10r is any kind of a significant upgrade from my eight plus. I, I don't. So, well, the screen, I keep saying the screen because the OLED screen is a better screen than my LED. It just is. Um, so I'm kind of jealous about the screens, but I, I really don't want the notch. I know it's accepted now. I, I, it, it just, it hurts my soul. It's such a stupid thing. And I can't believe Apple couldn't figure out a way to put the OLED OLED screen 
above the notch. You, you can't tell me they couldn't figure that out. And I don't care what anybody says. Steve Jobs never would allow the notch. Never. Never would have happened. He would have held the product for another two years until they could figure out a way to work around it. Um, just my opinion, but hey, look, I, I've been writing about Apple and covering them since 1995. So it's an educated opinion. There's no way Steve Jobs would have let that stupid thing out. And I know a lot of you have the iPhone 10 and you're like, oh, I don't, I don't even see the notch anymore. That's cool. I get it. Uh, you're wrong, but I get it. You, you really like the phone. It's a great phone. No question. I've played with an iPhone 10. They're great, but the notch is stupid. It, it just is. There's, there's just no two ways around it. It's just really stupid. Uh, a lot of people are like, oh, I can't believe the new, you know, the, the iPhones come out and Apple announces them. They don't even talk about 5G. Yes, 5G, the wireless technology that's a freight train barreling right towards us. Now, 5G, for the most part, is going to be a great thing. Uh, much faster networks. I mean, you can you can download an entire season of Star Trek in seconds. That's how fast it is. Of course, with those speeds and that kind of um, super fast connection anywhere, which they still have to work out, by the way, um, <clears throat> because it's a higher frequency. And when you go a higher frequency, it's more adverse to interference. You know, a tree waves between you and wherever the broadcast is from and it interrupts your uh, connection. Um, that's the problem with 5G. Uh, the plus side of that is super fast. So they're talking about software workarounds and that sort of thing. We'll see. Regardless, 5G is coming. It wasn't until just either December or January, I think it was December, that the uh, 5G wireless group finally settled on the specs. Because without the specs, without, hey, this is what it's going to be, the carriers don't know how to build it out. The um, headphone manufacturers, like headset manufacturers like Apple or Samsung or whoever, Razer, they can't build a chip because there is no chip yet. So for those who are saying, well, it doesn't even support 5G, shut up. Don't be stupid. Apple is never the first to embrace these kind of things. They were one of the last manufacturers to embrace LTE. Uh, Apple Pay came out way after everybody else's. But, of course, Apple Pay is by far the most popular in the United States when it comes to wireless payment. It's I see that accepted so many places now. I don't see Samsung Pay hardly anywhere or whatever Google's doing. It's all about the Apple Pay now. And I'm not surprised Apple didn't embrace 5G. In fact, I would have been, I don't want to say disappointed, but I would have been very surprised if Apple would have embraced a infant technology in their flagship product. And that's what the iPhone is for Apple. Apple's all about the iPhone. Although I, I think that they're really doubling down on the Apple Watch, but again, next week. Um, I don't know. I'm looking forward to the 5G. Here's my concern, though. The wireless carriers are not going to lift data caps. And with such a high-speed connection, let's say you accidentally click a button 
that uh, fires up YouTube because you think it's a little clip, but in reality, it's an hour and a half program. So no problem, right? You just, oops, go back and get off that page. Except because it's such a high-speed network and a connection, the entire video is downloaded to your phone. I mean, that fast. So there's no caching. There's no slowdown or buffering. It's just, boop, you've got the whole file. So you just downloaded, you know, a 700 megabyte video that you only watched for four seconds because you realized it was a full video and you didn't want to watch this whole video. You just thought it was a little 10 second clip. What's that going to do to your data cap? Are they going to refund your money or not charge you because you accidentally clipped something that was such a huge file? I don't know. Well, I do know. The answer is no. <laughs> They're not going to give you a break for that. That's why data caps are really, really bad for the consumer. I mean, it really is bad. As someone who sells cars and uh, deals with uh, mobile and automobiles all the time, I still have a lot of customers who are in very restrictive data caps. Uh, one gentleman in particular wanted to stream his music, he didn't realize, he's not very tech savvy at all, he didn't realize that Pandora was actually using his cellular connection. He thought it was on his phone. He he just doesn't understand why, I think it was AT&T, charged him so much money just to listen to some music. So he actually came to me asking to help and I showed him how he can turn off data on his phone, cellular data. It sucks for him. He's on a very limited budget. He can afford the new car because he's budgeted for it, but he can't have huge cell phone bills. And the only way for him to be able to stream his music to move up to a plan that would support that at AT&T is going to effectively quadruple his monthly bill. And he doesn't want that. So I think that with the addition of these super fast networks and all the cool things that it's going to bring, I think what we're going to see is price gouging from the carriers. That's what's going to happen. So it does worry me uh, on that level because it's just going to be a huge money grab for the carriers. That's all they're seeing. I don't think the carriers are really looking at the benefits of the high speed networks as far as everyday life. I think they're looking at it as a huge money grab. Hey, we got all these people on data caps. We say it's unlimited, but it's really not. Boy, we can really stick it to them. And David and I have talked about this and relayed stories uh, just in the recent past about carriers sticking it to municipalities and rescuers because they don't have access to data because they blew through all their data. That's what's going to happen. You know, 5G is not going to fix that. It's going to make the problem worse because you're going to download a lot more stuff very, very quickly. One wrong click and you just boot through your data cap. They start throttling you. So there needs to be regulation. And of course, that's not going to happen, at least in the U.S. and the current political system, because they're all in the pockets of companies like AT&T and Verizon, especially those who are in power right now. Uh, but the other side is too. So that's not going to change. Um, so I guess the, the takeaway is be careful. Be careful what you ask for, especially if you live on a budget and you don't have true 
you know, unlimited data that you're spending $400 a month for. It's going to happen. You watch. So I'm not surprised Apple's not embracing it. I'm kind of glad they're not. Let's get the bugs worked out of that 5G network before you, you know, jump in with both feet because, you know, that's how you drowned. <laughs> I just said that. I don't know why. Uh, I do want to thank our sponsor, OWC. Uh, here's something cool. If you've got a Thunderbolt 3 device, i.e. MacBook, uh, iMac, something like that, and you want to hook up multiple displays to it, well, they have two products um, that are really cool. They got the OWC Thunderbolt 3 dual display port adapter. So you can connect two display port monitors to this. Um, up to two 4K or one 5K display. <clears throat> it's 78 bucks. But let's be honest, most of the monitors out there are HDMI, but OWC has something really cool as well for 98 bucks. It's the OWC Thunderbolt 3 dual HDMI adapter. So that looks really, really cool as well. This looks so much better than some of the adapters that I've used. Um, it's not switching. It's literally two monitors connected at the same time. So you can expand your screen. Having two monitors usually is a cool thing. I don't really take advantage of it as I could. I've got the 27-inch Asus display in front of me. And then, of course, the 21-inch iMac screen itself. Um, they're side-by-side, side, but the iMac's kind of at an angle. And I just don't do anything that I really need the dual display for. But I like the fact that if I ever have to, I can do that. Uh, but my office setup doesn't really encourage it, to be honest. Coffee drink. <sighs> I put a little uh, vanilla flavoring in my coffee. <clears throat> my, my voice is kind of horsey right now. A little scratchy. That's what happens. Uh, so check out, uh, I'm going to link to the Thunderbolt shop at OWC on this episode of Tech Fan. Um, you need to put more monitors with your computer. This is how you do it. It's, <laughs> it couldn't be more simple, to be honest. I mean, I'm looking at the pictures and it's just like, pfft, yeah, that's, that's really, really simple. Um, so what do you guys think? Are, are you down for the new iPhones? 10s, 10s Max, 10R, or are you going to get the Pirate version, or maybe? If I was to upgrade right now, and as I said earlier, I'm not. Uh, I'd probably go for the 10s Max, even though it's a terrible name. Oh my God, it's such a terrible name. Don't tell me you like the name. It's terrible. It, Max, the Max, sounds like a garbage bag. The hefty Max garbage bag with steel bands to put your trash in. The iPhone Max. <laughs> Ugh. The iPhone X. iPhone XS Max. I hate that. I hate it so much. It's such a terrible name. Ugh. Where is someone an Apple that is so much better at naming products because this is terrible? Well, the focus groups had that we... 
we have to make a differential between the regular uh, iPhone 10 and then um, the larger display because it's going to be significantly larger. So we went with the uh, the Max monitor because Max, of course, is short for maximum. So it's it's the uh, it's the iPhone uh, 10s. It's the maximum one. Ugh, ugh, this terrible. Save me from uh, the advertising people at Apple that came up with a stupid name. Ugh, this could not have come from Tim Cook. No way. He probably fought against it, but you know, he uh, he let them have their way because some you know. Well, he's the CEO. He doesn't have to fight with anybody. Just, so I guess no. This is Tim Cook's fault. You should have put a stop to this, Tim. This is terrible. Just terrible. And of course, all of these products named uh, names leaked a day or two before the keynote, um, which I don't I don't really care. But I find it amusing because Apple is such sticklers when it comes to um, security and you know privacy and not revealing anything. And yet, <clears throat> they really haven't done a very good job of that in a while. Now, when you make this many products, names and uh, product stuff is going to slip out, but. It is what it is. So what do you guys think? You like the uh, phones? Are you going to upgrade? And if you are going to upgrade, let me know which one. Very, very curious. John Nemo, by the way, uh, I mentioned this last week. Uh, he sent in some feedback, and he just wanted to uh, let me know. And I already actually did know this, John. If you're going to run a generator, you remember a couple weeks ago I talked about finally assembling my generator and my son Cole helping me and what the use case for that is. If I lose power, um, I can run my AC and my refrigerator or freezer to it. Uh, and I said, you know, I'd, I'd have to run an extension cable. By extension cable, I didn't mean um, just a household extension cable. Uh, I actually mean a very heavy duty extension cable. So yes, I do have that, John. Um, I've got three of them actually. And the reason I have three is I have this uh, adapter. It's called a generator cord, and it gives you two plugs instead of just one. And it's uh, the the actual plug in the generator is different than the American AC standard, so I have to have an adapter. And they do that on purpose. That way, you don't run just an extension cord out to it and burn up your house because that extension cord can't handle that much power. Um, so yes, that's use an extension cord that's approved for a generator. It's got to be a thicker gauge. You can't just run, you know, the, the, the one that you got your electronics plugged into on your desk. <laughs> that would be a bad thing. Um, but yeah, thanks, John. I appreciate you pointing that out, bringing it to my attention so I can mention it here on TechFan. So with that, I'm going to wrap up this shorter episode because... Quite honestly, my voice is getting a little weird. One more uh, drink of coffee here. I think I've only got like two sips of that left anyways. And uh, I'll wrap up now. I'll see you guys next week, uh, hopefully with David. And uh, send me feedback. The show at techfanpodcast.com. Let me know your thoughts on the iPhone announcement. I really do want to know. Am I off base? Do you love the names? Are you can't wait to upgrade your iPhone? And if so, which one? And, of course, we will talk about the new Apple Watch next week. See you then.